Yo, what's up? Take Control Podcast. We are back in the building. We finally made it to February. Like, I felt like we was just in January forever, but we're back. I low-key thought it was still January. I, no, literally. <laughs> no, they were looking at me. I'm like, uh, did, I, did I say something wrong? Like, do y'all? <laughs> it's February. We in this thing. Finally. We are um, back. Um, so, what's up, y'all? How y'all feeling? I'm sick again. Me too. <laughs> we're always sick. I know. Like, I feel like maybe I should come in with, like, a whole hazmat <laughs> or something. Like, I'm going to bring some lights on next week. No, for real. Yeah, y'all sickly. Get your immune system up. I mean, stop fucking with these niggas. Lay down with dogs. No, I need, I need the weather. I, I just been. need the weather to act right. <laughs> yeah. Daryl's face like, what are you even talking about? Oh, my God. Nah, I need the weather to act right. That negative temperature on Monday took me out. Like It was so cold. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so, like, I can't wait until... Did the groundhog, did they do this thing yet or no? Yes. It supposedly. said spring was coming early. Yes. Okay, groundhog. So they say. Okay. If it's a lie, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> um, I definitely want to shout out the podcast brothers. They are doing major things. Shout out to them. Yeah. Holding it down in the podcast world, especially for the people of color. So shout out to them. Yeah. They, um, they retweet every week. So yeah. thank you to you guys for that. Yeah. Yeah, check out their show, too. And I think it's on all streaming platforms. So, you know, the go-to, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, all the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Where you can also find us as well. Um, and you can also check us out on um, Instagram, Take Control Podcast. We're on Facebook for the old biddies like me and Brandy, the 30 and over club, uh, Take Control Podcast. And then also on Twitter, Take Control Pod. They didn't let motherfuckers add the cast, so we just Take Control Pod. So on Twitter, find us there. Um, Self care tips take care. Self-care, we have um, let go of toxic work environments. When it comes to your career, it's okay to be selfish. A job doesn't have to make or break your life. You should only you should only suffer so much for a paycheck. Period. I agree. <laughs> Some of these jobs are so stressful. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I literally, when I leave, that's why I don't want to work from home. I don't want to take my work into my home. So I literally, as I when I clock out, whatever pissed me off that day is left at the job. I right. never thought I about it. it like that. Yeah, I cannot Just do gotta it. Gotta take it. Yeah. People think working from home is good. I mean, it can be because you can work in your pajamas, but mm-hmm. no, I don't need that stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean. It's just so crazy because I feel like you you can give so much to a job and then you're like, is this all my time is worth? Is this all my energy and is all my stress? Is this worth this amount of money? And it's like you have to make sure that you're happy and you have to take care of yourself um, regardless. Um, I start to transition to a new job and it's already given me the heebie-jeebies. But, you know, I know if it gets too much, I'm backing out. Yeah, yeah. don't be afraid to quit something if it's, too much for you mentally I mean don't just wake up and be like oh I don't want to work today but (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know try to be a little bit you know responsible and mature in your decisions (laughs) plan it out think it out just don't make no no crazy you know move 
I remember when I was younger, I had this call center job, and I was late to work, so I had on leggings. <laughs> and they tried to send me home, so I'm about to go change and come back. I said, no, I quit. The fuck? Period. I was so quick to quit a job, though, and yeah. when you're in high school, like, I'm over it. Even college, not doing this. See you later. No two weeks. You get two minutes. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Bye. Pack my shit up and go. So, okay, so... <clears throat> Busted down Tatiana has been in my head, but it's not on my heavy. Uh, <laughs> it's not in heavy rotation. I don't play this song, but it's always in my head. What have y'all been listening to? What's like in heavy rotation for y'all? I was just looking at my iTunes. I ain't been listening. To, I've been listening new. to podcasts all week. Okay. Any particular ones or the read? Uh, Woman Evolved. Let's see. I got a couple other ones. I Amanda Seals. Shout out to Ivy Knowin. Okay. So, yeah. I still need to check those out. Yeah. Amanda Seal, she had me triggered. Because you got that DM, and I was listening to her when you got that DM. Mm, I forgot about that. And I was triggered. It's triggered. I was ready to fight. Sheesh. Yikes. Y'all might hear this chloroseptic spraying a couple <laughs> times during this show, because it's bad. It's really her numb cream. She not <laughs> slick. Oh. <laughs> She ain't slick. She getting ready. Super I don't even know how to do that anymore. <laughs> Super <laughs> bum ready. I don't, even, I don't even know. I don't even know what that's like anymore. Like the guy from the project. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. I still got to watch that documentary. That, mm-mm. We ain't doing that. Derek, you been listening to anything? In, you love music. You're like a music head. Are you still on that Trey Songs wave? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> and the dream. Dream. But it's because when it first came out, I only listened to a couple songs. Now I'm listening to the whole thing. The through. whole thing is fire. It's so addicting. It's like, what? I told you, I always feel like after I listen to it all the way through, I'm checking myself like, am I pregnant? Is this immaculate <laughs> conception? Am I the next Virgin Mary? God, have you chosen me? Um, I do like to listen to I Love It. I know that's the old song. Kanye is such a... Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I listen to I love it. <laughs> And I'll be about to like make a Snapchat video of, and I'm like, you know what? Cause it's, I'm not gonna do that. Cause now they're gonna think it's about me and it's not. I do wanna shout out Trav from what we be talking about. Cause he is definitely in the building. It's definitely not the name of my show. What we be talking about? What it's we not me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ghetto girl. What we be talking about? <laughs> What we talking about? She you know what the fuck I mean. She always say what we be talking about. Because <laughs> y'all know what's Y'all know what she talking about. Okay? Y'all know what I'm talking about. That's for damn sure, nigga. Y'all know how to find this shit. One of the hottest podcasts in this Columbus, Ohio. And they are definitely taking over. So shout out to them. Um, so we're taking control of our time. We're not letting the job stress us out. That's one thing we're we're definitely not doing. We're not letting work overflow. Brandy at least said, listen, when she clock out at 459, that's it. That's all you get. Fuck y'all. <laughs> How else are we taking control of our time? I feel like what I'm doing is I'm really trying to... I got a planner, and I just schedule every single thing in my planner. It's starting to kind of a little rigid, which it can be good and bad. But sometimes you need to do that because you can get caught up in something doing something for too long i've been using my um my uh the app on iphone which lets you know hey you know you've been on instagram for eight hours now today what's up (laughs) so how else can we take control of our time i think for me i have to like try to kind of plan out my day so i can keep myself on track of what i need to do next yes i have no structure Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to do that better 
Um, and then another thing for me is like when I think that, so I have a thought and I'll be like, all right, I need to schedule this appointment. And usually I'll be like, I'll do it later and never do it. So mm-hmm. it's like I need to do it right then and there. Mm-hmm. And that helps me get things done. Yes. I think organizing is a big thing for me. Um, shout out to Durrell. He has like three different planners. Oh one my gosh. for like his goals and ideas, one to like execute, and then like one to check off that he's done everything. That's super dope. And I literally have a notebook that has podcast notes, Bible study notes, whatever meetings I have all in this one notebook, and it's just jumbled. Mm-hmm. So organizing things mm-hmm. and the structure is important. And then making sure I set aside time for myself. Like, yes. okay, I'm going to give myself one hour a day or two hours a day yeah. to just sit right. and do nothing, meditate or whatever. Mm-hmm. So organization. That's yes. good. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely a great way to take control of your time. If you guys have any stories, hit us up. You need some advice. Um, don't forget to email us. I don't think I dropped that earlier. Take control podcast at gmail.com. Talk to us. Tell us something nice, whatever. Feedback, positive, negative. We're here for it. So, as I was saying earlier, it is February, guys. I know y'all was looking all shocked face meme at me like, what is she doing? February? I'm low-key disappointed <laughs> that it's February. Yeah, like, we just ain't, like, we low-key in it's this the thing. First. <laughs> yeah, it's the first. you know it's only 20 days in this bitch, so we almost over with. <laughs> it's Where the is my mind? No, I'm salty because I was just like... I'm over January. I uh-huh. need a fresh start. It is yeah. fucking February. Yeah, you had your fresh start. <laughs> it's done. I need another one. <laughs> March, another where one. you at? <laughs> right. Monday. See, we haven't had... This will be our first Monday in February, though, so it's a little different. But um, it is definitely February. A lot of people... I know I told myself January was a little, you know, jump start. And then I start my new year, February 1st, 2019. But it is also Black History Month, so shout out to that. I know we always talk smack about we only get 28 days, but I was doing a little research, and I found out that it initially started um, as, like, um, Negro Week, and then it just transformed, and we got the whole month. So I know we like, damn, it's only 28 days, but think about it. We only had seven days, and now at least, you know, we up and up the ante. And if you pro-black and live like that, this. Black History Month, three sixty-five. Leap year. Yes. See. I mean, <laughs> making some positives out of it. So. Yeah, it's cold. We what are we doing? We can't really go out and celebrate, no. have a barbecue or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they knew us, they knew we wanted it to be in the summertime. Exactly. <laughs> barbecue, the watermelon <laughs> hitting crazy, <laughs> like all the things we love. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is that is not Fourth of July. We I think no one celebrate as funny as it may sound <laughs> that black people celebrate Fourth of July so crazy because we had no independence. But that low key is our shit. <laughs> In the hood, the fireworks setting them bitches off. Little kids, three years old playing with sparklers and shit. Like, it's, it's crazy, but definitely shout out um, Black History Month. Um, we're definitely going to think of some ways to celebrate. Um, <clears throat> our culture and our history this month. We are brainstorming for sure. FaceTiming. Listen, if someone FaceTimes me and I don't answer and they hit me right back, the jig is up. I'm blocking you. I'm turning off my thing. Like, what is up? FaceTime, did they fix it? Did they come out with the new? Was it only with the update? Like, if you updated your phone? I don't know. It was it's, it was something with group FaceTime, so they canceled group FaceTime for now. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Y'all didn't test it out? No. no I want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I kind of thought I might have been getting tested a couple times, but I was like, fuck it. Like, it was only if it was a group FaceTime. Oh. Yeah, but you can group FaceTime anyone. I, I thought it's like you FaceTime yourself, you FaceTime them, then mm-hmm. add yourself to the... I don't know. Yeah. I was just like, listen, I don't want none of that. Imagine that. Somebody hearing your whole conversation, you ain't even answer your phone. Man. But see, I propose, I said, why do women, because it is particularly women, men do it too. Why do women go through hell and high waters to find out if their man is cheating just to fucking stay? <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, okay? <laughs> I'm not going through hell and high waters. I'm not adding my phone number to your settings and to send messages. I'm not doing no FaceTime <laughs> bug just so I can ruin my damn day. All right, since we're talking about this, what? Okay, didn't I send y'all the tweet from the girl that said if she walk in on her man cheating, she ain't leaving? Yeah, she did say that. Didn't we talk about that in the chat? Oh, we didn't talk about it on the show? No. Mm-mm. Talk about it. <sighs> Bitch, I got questions. She said she's just going. What did she say? So she going to go. She said I she came she from the grocery she store. She's just going to go put up the groceries and be like, all right, you know. You better have a condom or something. You better That's have a condom. You don't got too much time. I mean, I understand not re- cheating is not the end all be all for a lot of people in relationships. And I think it's not for majority of people, but we just <laughs> act like it is because a lot of us have stayed in cheating relationships. Mm-hmm. But it's the respect level. You gonna bring this bitch in my house? I don't care if you pay all the bills and then some. Come on now. You can get a hotel. She don't got a spot. Make it make sense, sis. That's, that's no. That's overstepping boundaries. It's one thing to be out of sight out of mind but definitely you one walk thing in and y'all doing it in the crib nah now sh- one thing I will say is with my growth I might not go crazy and try to kill y'all yeah nah. but <laughs> I'm not staying nah I'm not gonna be like alright you know I'm not gonna shut the door behind like hey guys wanna give you some privacy like no <laughs> I'm not doing that I'm not it's not for me but you know everyone is different I think she's saying that but really do you are you really in love with somebody if you are going to allow that or is the dick just that bond you know I don't know alright <laughs> I don't know I feel like at some point we gotta separate the man from the bomb dick because the man from the what the bomb dick how? you have to separate is- it because <laughs> tell me how please I'm I don't 30, know I don't, and I'm I don't, still I don't, trying I don't, to find I'm out I'm not there yet I don't have the answers yet but I'm saying we gotta figure it out because- you know because it's a rarity I don't care what nobody says I, it is. it's rare it so it's is. like when you find a pot of gold you're like this is my pot of gold yeah you sometimes get from the pot of gold but <laughs> this pot of gold live with me <laughs> This pot of gold come home. <laughs> no, no. We got to stop that. We got to no. stop that. Clearly, Cardi B isn't. They're back. Cardi B and Offset. Are, are we shocked? No. I, I don't think they ever broke up, but... They married. They can't break up. Yeah. I don't think they was ever separated or any of that, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, me, she was sitting there making videos like, oh, I missed the dick. I'm like, girl. <laughs> girl. They're back. I mean, he supposedly said he's done with having groupies. Uh, yeah, they got like a no groupie rule now. Uh, <laughs> like, how do you do the rule? Like, do you y'all go into a notary and y'all notarize this? Like, this is the <laughs> like what? So like groupies were allowed before, and now we had to enact this no groupie rule. I don't know. Um, throw her in the trash with Emily B. Because I'm just done. I'm done. I don't know. Cheating, I mean, cheating ain't a deal breaker for everybody. So I got a question. 
I'm playing the peanut gallery today. Mm-hmm. All right, if you if somebody cheats and you take them back, do you get full access to their phone? Because uh, I mean, that's the that's the majority way people are cheating, right? Like. Or initiate yeah. cheating. I think a lot of times guys will use that as a pawn. Like, okay, here, I won't, you can have my phone password. You can, that's like the initial thing. But in reality, <clears throat> I'm checking my phone 24 7. I don't got time to check your phone I too. Like, in the past, though, I will say when I took somebody back from cheating, that was one of the ain't no codes on your phone, none of that. Like, but, I'm not trying to police nobody. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do, I don't want to be now. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. If I have to do that, we just don't need to be together. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Me too. I don't know. So, yeah. So, they're back together. I guess they have the no groupie rule um, in place now. So, I guess shout out to Cardi for enacting that. Um, So, but what do we expect from Cardi, like, moving forward? Now that she's a mother, you know, she has um, baby cultural... Cultural. (laughs) Cultural. (laughs) Baby cultural. Baby cultural. Cultural. What the fuck? Baby culture. (laughs) To look out for what are, what are we expecting? I just don't want her to teach her daughter to accept bullshit from men. Like, just teach her daughter better. Even though that's what you choose to do, just teach her better. <laughs> we all know. accept bullshit from men. Yeah, I know my telling, daughter. I'm not telling my daughter that that's okay. I know, but my mom would... I remember one time my mom gave me this long spell, and I'm just looking at her like, your first situation was a little on the rocks yeah, like, come on like you know you gotta learn like through I experience. mean you do I'm not saying that she's not gonna do it but I'm not telling her it's okay go ahead yeah. I'm not telling her that yeah like yeah. I think she should make a, a effort to teach her daughter better but ultimately her daughter's gonna do what she sees her mother do mm-hmm. so I, I mean I hope that our kids start breaking those cycles yeah mm-hmm. Do y'all know of a lot of people that have, as soon as the relationship got toxic, I mean immediately. Left? Left. No. Mm -mm. I can't think of anybody. That as soon, like, as soon as it hit the toxic corner, as soon as we, or, you know, we're like, and it doesn't have to be necessarily cheating. Maybe he is, like, getting physical. Maybe it's emotional abuse. Maybe he's being controlling. Like, so, I mean. No, because people don't realize what it is. No. When it's happening. No. Or, could it be that most people are probably taught that you're weak if you leave a situation after yeah. one thing. Yeah, not. yeah, that is definitely, you're supposed to stick it out, you know, through thick, through sickness and health. Even if you're not married, you you know, you still got to, you know, got to show some loyalty, got to hold it down, got to be a ride or die, got to, mm. you know. This is good for the last topic. Yeah. It's good for that. We'll save, we'll save it. We'll come back. We'll just come back. Yeah. In the meantime, we definitely need justice for Bow Wow. Um, I don't know if y'all seen <laughs> the pictures. <laughs> we need justice for Bow Wow. And it's not funny because I'm going to keep it real. We already know if if the if her was face was messed up mm-hmm. and he was sitting there chilling, no scratches. Oh, we need justice for, what's her name, Kiki, whatever, Kiyomi. Kiyomi. <laughs> we need justice for Kiyomi. Now, now we have everybody, you know, we have all the actors activists coming forth and oh my goodness and now we're his career is down the drain and get him the f- out of here yeah but now it's other way around it's like oh he's pissy he's lame guys like couldn't have been me you know you gotta you gotta watch for the guy saying couldn't have been me because they're like oh okay so oh definitely were they did they get back together like how did they even end up right that's what i, I was know. confused 
Cause I, I thought that she had moved on. Wasn't she dating um the one? Ch- no, because then she started dating young and May started dating somebody. I can't keep up. Anyway, I thought they wasn't together. So I didn't either. I'm confused. I think you know, you know, I'll be. that little back and forth. You know, mm. yeah. I still got that bag, so for yeah. sure. They can try to sleep on him, but he, he got a little missing. something. Yeah, he missing Look, Daria looking like. Sure? <laughs> <laughs> he got a little something. No. I mean, um, I feel bad for him, but. Yeah, I don't think it's okay. I mean, from the pictures, you can clearly see she could have been the aggressor. Mm-hmm. So why did he get charged with battery? Because they couldn't determine who was the aggressor, so they How arrested not? both of them. It's clear as day. I know. Yeah, I she called. They said that she called. Maybe The police why. got there. They couldn't determine who was the aggressor, so they arrested both of them. Oh, um, wow. And he's a celebrity, so. Yeah. Yeah. Always going to be on him first. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think it's okay. Just like we was talking about um, G Herbo and Ari mm-hmm. about how she would hit him. Like, it's not okay. It's like, not. No matter what you find out, no matter what, you need to yeah. just keep your hands to yourself at all times. Like, period. But I do need to, res- I do want to respect Bow Wow if, in fact, I didn't see if she had any bruises on her body or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, we're only looking at it from one um, viewpoint, but I do respect him from what it appears as if he was able to. Um, restrain himself from getting physical because a lot of guys will say, you know, once you put your hands on me, all that, I don't hit women is out the door. So, um, but as women, we do need to be held accountable and we we do have toxic ways and we can't just always blame the man. I don't care if you found out if he was cheating or doing X, Y, and Z. You have no business to put your hands on anybody. Yeah. She messed up like that. Like bad. He had a black eye. He had a black eye. And scratches, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, justice for Bow Wow, definitely. Uh, we're going to keep an eye out on that story because I'm sure it will um, develop some more. So, what would you do for $130? It appears that a teenager fakes his own <laughs> kidnapping to get $130 from his mama. Mm. I just, how did the call go? Did he have somebody, <laughs> did he have somebody else call? It says that... Um, <laughs> He had someone call his mom's phone private, and when she answered, he demanded that she takes $130 and drop it off in a mailbox on the street that his father lived on. You know what? If you take my kid and you want $130, just keep the little motherfucker. Like, period. $130? <laughs> what did he want? Bro, it was something like, in particular. It was very particular. Bro, your life... Ain't worth more than that. Like, right. Don't so if I'm faking like, my kidnapping, I'm taking my parents up top. Up top. Like, <laughs> bro. If that was my kid, I would have hung up. Like, like I'd have been like, click. That's a weird ass number. Like, $130 is very he, specific. He didn't even include the tax on like, whatever he wants. I feel like it was a phone bill. <laughs> like, you needed to pay your phone bill. I would have been like, y'all can keep his black ass because I don't want them. Like, $130. <laughs> So did they? Did we ever hear like what mom's thoughts were after her son tried to it, swindle it her? Say. They didn't say. Now that I'm curious, like I wonder how that conversation goes moving forward. Like, how bad does it have to be for you to be like I'm gonna fake a kidnapping and ask for a ransom of 130 dollars? Mm. Like if y'all see the picture of the man, that little boy, boy. Well, he's 19. That man. Oh, he's 19. That nigga grown. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know why they said. I will cause well, yeah, I guess teen. He's yeah, he's grown, bro. He's grown. All right, he know is, better. I would be first of all. I would be so disappointed that my child is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like you're dumb as fuck. 
like a hundred you're dumb and you're desperate and you know when those two a lot of crazy things come out of um being desperate have y'all ever told a lie to somebody to get some money or know somebody that's told a crazy lie Mm. A lie to get <laughs> I mean, some money. Maybe a small one, but I don't know if I did anything wild. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Have you? I have not, but I know somebody who told a crazy lie. But Tell I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> <story>. <laughs> I can't. So, <laughs> if you're listening, I love you. Let's start there. <laughs> but it's entertaining. Um. I have a family member that she was messing with this guy and she had gave him some money for something. And um, I don't remember what it was, but she gave him some money and they stopped talking and he never gave her the money back. So she hit him up like, I need you to send me $250 right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she... Gave this whole, like, I'm pregnant, I'm getting an abortion. <laughs> yeah. And he went through this whole spill, like, I want you to keep the baby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> when does that backfire on you? Like, <laughs> and, and he ended up giving her the money. And, like, she sent me a picture with the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm like, I think was, that happens more often than, than we think. We think. I, I got a couple of. <laughs> I'll say associates that have ran that jig <laughs> a time or two. Yeah, it'll definitely have you. All right, what's your name? Meet me here. Because guys aren't really asking for any sort of proof, really. I know niggas, it's it's a particular nigga in the city. Mm. <laughs> You're taking up top for He used to take bitches up top. Like... I need, like, I got this investment or I need help with my friend. Like, he didn't hit a couple girls for, like, stacks. Stupid. I'll tell y'all after. That's <laughs> wild. But, Take two yeah. Bomb. <laughs> yeah. Not doing it. Not doing it. That's crazy. A couple stacks? Yeah. Can you introduce me to the girl? <laughs> right. <laughs> Can you introduce me to the girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's crazy. Ooh, Jesus. Ooh, child. <laughs> mm. Um, so there was a video circulating, I think I want to say it was like a few weeks ago. My weeks are getting jumbled up, um, where a man um was accused of sexually assaulting the woman in the club. Um I wanna say it took place in Atlanta. Um and she was Facebook live in the whole thing. Um and what it appeared to me, um, when we were like investigating that day, mm-hmm. we were looking at like all the different pictures. I wanna say that he slipped her something in her drink and all that crazy th- Yeah, we talked about crazy it on the last show. Yeah. So it now um he has been arrested, and another victim has came forward and said that he had um, sexually assaulted her as well. So I know there are a lot of people like, you need to get the whole story, you need to get the whole story, but now that he's been, one, arrested, and other women are coming forward, um, I just want to say, ladies, when you are out in the club, I'm never going to shame anybody for what they wear. That's not an issue, or even how much you drink, because that's your own business. But just make sure that, you're being as safe as you possibly can. Stay with friends, because unfortunately there are people out here that have one motive, mm-hmm. and it isn't to um, be safe. It's definitely to harm you. 
as Brandy sprays her numb cream. <laughs> <laughs> her numb spray. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like I don't know. <laughs> Fuck y'all, okay? <laughs> this is my choice, not by force. <laughs> um, but no, I it's just really scary when you think about it. Cause if you watch the videos, like he does not seem like a rapist. Like they were mm-hmm. having a good time for mm-hmm. a period and mm-hmm. then it just went completely left. And then to think that you've done this to somebody else, like I just want women. And this it did it, it didn't happen in the club. He took this girl on a date. This oh, the girl, girl that came forward. The okay, second girl. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? I just I just want women or just people to just be very mindful of mm-hmm. like the people. Like we talked about it last week. Like not letting people know where you live, mm-hmm. first dates, different things like that. Just mm-hmm. be very careful because you never know. I think the biggest thing that I took from this is accepting drinks from people because I've done yeah. that plenty plenty of yes. times. Yes, yeah. of course, because that. You come to the bar with no money. Right. And I need my drinks, period. Right. <laughs> However I can get them. Come on. Run it. Right. But you have to be careful. Yeah. Because someone be like, okay, wait right here. I'll get you a drink. And like, you don't know this person from Adam. Right. You know, so. I used to think it was weird, like, in my younger days, like, why women hold hands and go to the bathroom together. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think you always should be in a, in a buddy system or, you know, two people because... Nowadays, it's like... You just don't know. Yeah. Nowadays, we got social media, so we can... Like, they got it on film. Mm-hmm. Before that, yeah. he, he yeah. say, she say. Yeah. You never know. You so. never know. And guys are like, oh, you're cock blocking and you're, yeah. you know, but mm-hmm. no. Like, I'm quick, especially if I'm the one that's less drunk than my other friend. I'm quick, like, uh-uh, nope, move along. Yeah. You know, pushing guys back. I'm like, oh, you cock blocking. Like, nah, bruh. It ain't even that type of party. Because we just don't know. They're, like, people have ill intentions. I yeah. seen a post um, on Instagram last night, and they were talking about just everybody being careful down in Atlanta for Super Bowl weekend it, because it was like... Oh, the sex trafficking A thing? sex trafficking, mm-hmm. like a big thing of mm-hmm. um, cases of sex trafficking during mm-hmm. these high-profile events. Mm-hmm. And they had already got like nine Uber drivers mm-hmm. um, yep. I on see like that. attempted um, charges of kidnapping. Yep. So... Mm, it's real. You got to be careful. Like You definitely do. And and it, it's sad that you just can't have a good time anymore Mm-mm. and it just be a good time. No. But, yeah, yeah, I definitely Uber my ass off when I go out of town. Oh, yeah. for sure. For so sure. That's scary. Because yeah. you don't, I mean, it's like you don't want to drink and drive. So it's like, let me Uber. But it's like, you really don't need to be Ubering by and yourself. And I can't even take a weapon because they don't let you take shit in them clubs. I couldn't even take my charger. Yeah. Oh, they don't let you take combs, nothing. Nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing at all. So definitely be mindful. I got a question. Um, if you ladies were out at a club and you've seen it happening to a complete stranger, Mm-hmm. Do you mind your business or do you step in or like how would y'all handle that situation each one of y'all? I don't know. That's a good question because I feel like if I try to intervene, that's putting myself in danger. But mm-hmm. I would probably go tell somebody to get some help for her. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I would add myself to the mix. Right. It just depends what's going on. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. say what I what I would or wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Lynn, you be out, so <laughs> Shade. <laughs> no, um, I would first want to make sure that I 
that that's exactly what was going on. Like, because sometimes it could be a girlfriend and boyfriend role playing. I don't know what the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really know what's going on. So, but if I start to see something getting like really physical or crazy, like Darielle said, it just depends on the situation. If I can like insert myself into it and get us both safely away, then okay. But if I feel like mm, I need to call for some help, then I would definitely call. I'm just not gonna just turn turn away and be like, uh. Okay, like yeah, no, I'm not and record it. I see people who record something, take their phone out and record it instead of like stepping in and either getting help or you know injecting yourself into that situation. Yeah, um, I don't know if I would intervene, like try to physically intervene. I just I know my dad always told me like two people are better than one. Mm-hmm. Like someone is quick to gang up on you when you're by yourself when it comes to business just anything so if it was something as simple as me just stepping in and saying hey are you okay if that would get that person to kind of back away from whatever they're doing I'll do that if I see something suspicious I'm calling the cops like I know one time I was at Easton and it was like this black van up there windows was spray painted black it was Mm -mm. a complete black van I called I called I either called Easton security or I called the cops but I think it was Easton security and they were like oh everything's okay it's a van and I'm like, okay, but I just want to be on the safe side because people be watching kids up there, all yeah. kinds of stuff, and just a completely black van. Everything is spray painted black. You yeah. can't see in the windows. It was off to me. So I'll call the cops. Like Speaking of Easton, I went last night to pick up some food, and as I'm walking to go in there, this random man was like, you meeting somebody up here? Mm. I just kept walking out, sent somebody my location. Like, why are you worried about that? Like, what are you doing just randomly mm-hmm. standing here at 1 o'clock in the morning asking people, are they meeting somebody up here? Yeah. I'm like, oh, hell no. Yeah. See? That's what I'm saying. You you definitely have to be safe and you have to be mindful of your surroundings. Um, speaking of that, Jesse Smullett um, was attacked by Magna supporters in Chicago Subway. Did I not say his name right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you said it right. It's definitely the guy from Empire. She said Magna. Magna, that's what I <laughs> Make America Great Again? Magna. Where? Oh. How is this? <laughs> <laughs> you said Magna. Oh. I'm like, did I say Bro, Magna? Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> Magna. Magna. What did I call it? Magna. Magna. I thought I said Magna. You Magna. I don't know. Before we started doing this show, let me just give y'all a little... Uh, <laughs> Did I say, y'all sure y'all want my ghetto ass to, <laughs> to do the show? Y'all know uh, my speech isn't the best. I'm a product of the West Side. But mm. here we are. <laughs> okay, no. I thought I messed up on his name. But okay, so anyway, he was attacked. And they threw bleach on him. And they hung a noose on his neck. Um, it's a lot of, like, <coughs> talks about this attack. Brandy just informed me that he was able to perform last night. Um, so it seems like he is in better spirits and he is doing well. Yeah. There was uh, reports going around that he was, like, hospitalized and that it may have been a little bit more worse than what it was. But he had said that he wasn't hospitalized, but he did go to the ER. Mm-hmm. They made sure he was okay, told him to just, you know, kind of take take it easy, and he was released. Um, I heard another report that said that it initially— there were guys standing outside of his um, apartment building. One of his neighbors said that she referred to one as a redneck um, standing out there looking weird. Um, but she didn't think nothing of it. And she went back inside. And then when they came in, when the cops were called, because he made it back to his apartment building after mm-hmm. the attack. That's another one of those things. Like, if you see something that looks suspicious, do you step in? What do right. you do? Definitely. Definitely. Um, but... 
I don't know. It's just... And then Donald Trump was like, oh, it's like one of the most horrible things ever, but nothing's worse than illegal immigrants trying to get into the country, like, to sex trafficking, drug trafficking, no, kidnap. Yeah, he yeah, he literally said that. Um, I think it's very unfortunate what happened to him. It's kind of crazy how um, life imitates art, because I know in Empire, like, there's been episodes where, like, he had to, not necessarily things like that, but him being open homosexual on the show there was mm-hmm. like some backlash on the show in different episodes and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's kind of weird um to see that happen to him in real life but i'm glad that he's resilient and he's still pushing forward and he's like you know i fought back so mm-hmm. thank god for that supposedly they got some kind of video surveillance of possible suspects that they were supposed to release i don't know if they released it or not so whoever it was i hope they find them and bring them to justice Agreed. Are you guys surprised that there's still, like, homophobic attacks and racist attacks in 2019? Um, I would have said yes prior to this most recent presidential election that it was just, but I feel like now either it's getting a lot of news coverage or motherfuckers has lost their mind. They feel like Trump is my president and, you know, I can do X, Y, and Z. So it's just crazy to me because it's like, you really get to see how people truly feel now that they have somebody who is leading them mm-hmm. into basically saying it's okay to be homophobic, it's okay to be racist, and now you're really seeing how people truly feel. Yeah. And I just, I definitely think that's wild. Um, I kind of didn't, so did they attack him, they attacked him because he was black and he was gay? Is that what we're getting? Because I'm seeing a lot of mentions about his, you know, sexual orientation. The report said that they approached him like, aren't you that faggot Empire from Empire, you nigger or whatever. Okay, got you. So I guess both. Okay, okay. Because I know um, we were trying to discuss and figure out, like you know, do um, heterosexual African American community, like, do we support the LGBT community? I think. The best way, yeah, I'm trying to get my words together. I think the best way to support would just to be, let them know it's okay to be who you are, and we support that. You know what I mean? Who you sleep with is not my business. Mm -hmm. Who you love is not my business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just how we push black women supporting black women. Mm -hmm. I think we have to push that same Mm -hmm. support for um, the LG. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. I don't know. I feel Um, like... I feel like some people don't support because they feel like it's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, if that's not what you prefer, then mm-hmm. just worry about you. Like, right. you don't have to say nothing. You don't have to speak negative about people who do it. Just don't say nothing at all. Like, right. Um, I feel like the African-American community should support. Um, do we, are we as supportive as we need to be? No. And I think a lot of times we'll say, love who you want to love. But then we'll turn around and say, well, if it was my son, you know, we'll make little comments like that. Or I bet my son could never, you know, like we'll make comments like that. So are we really being supportive just because we say, hey, right. you know, you can love who you love. But in my household, in my family, in my little nuclear circle, I'm not with the shits. Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, It's one thing to say, and who would want their child to, like, have to face certain adversities and go through things that, you know, like this, like what um, he went through. But it's like at the same time, 
supporting, I think, goes outside of saying you can love who you want to love. Yeah. There has to be some action behind it. But why do we have to speak up? Like, the, why does speaking up mean that we support it? If we don't say nothing, I mean, we don't support Like, why do I have to even speak on it? I think it's like the same with white people. Like, you have, sometimes you have the white community or white people who, they go out of their way and they speak, like, for the injustices that African Americans are facing. But then you have those that stay silent. And it's like, well... What side are you on? What side are you on? I don't need no white person to speak up for me, though. Maybe not for you particular, but in the grand scheme of things, if you think about white people are the ones who are running the show in the USA. So they're the ones who are in power and they're the ones that who can make certain things take place when it comes to politics and in re- regards to the injustices that African-Americans are facing because they're the ones in control. You know, when we go to the, we go look at all the judges and we go look at all the people that are like in the um, government, a lot majority are white people. So we literally kind of have to depend on them because if they're all racist and say fuck black people, and they say, well, you know, we want to do, it's okay for, like, like right now, it's okay to build the wall. It's okay. Like, you know, you're getting these crazy things. And right now, maybe the wall may not affect you, but then it trickles down. Now we start getting all the other minorities. Like, okay, well, now we got the Mexicans. Now let's go to the next minority. Let's, and then before you know it, shit, we don't, we don't have any power. So I get what you're saying. Like, personally, you probably feel like you don't need allies in I the mean, white I community. I get what you're saying, but I'm saying it just because I don't feel strongly about something or because I don't speak up does not mean that I don't support. I mm-hmm. just have nothing to say. Right. And that and that's 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 definitely true. Yeah. That's definitely fine. I think it's I think, just. I think not having something to say about it is different than yeah. not supporting. Right. Not having an opinion about it is fine. I think not being silent kind of implies that you don't support it. Right. You know. What I, mean? I think mm-hmm. that's what people think when they think about it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an opinion, that's perfectly fine. There's right. nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I don't know. I guess I live by the whole do unto others. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody, if something is happening to me, I would want somebody to stand up for me. Mm-hmm. I can stand up for myself, right? But having someone else to reinforce that, yeah, can make a difference. I definitely, and you agree. never know what you speaking up can can do change. Yeah, you know I, mean? so, I agree. I agree, yeah. and I think in particular if we're talking about the the um, LGBTQ community and the African Americans, I think like you know, as being black, they're st- they're black people. You know, so it's like we need to be able to support one another, if anything else, because they are black like us. So, so yeah. Um, and I know we kind of discussed about helping in situations where someone is being ver- verbally or physically attacked. I think it's the same way. Um, if I saw someone being attacked like that, I'm definitely going to call the cops. And I'm not one really to call the cops. But if I see some shit like that happening, I'm definitely, definitely calling 911. For sure. For show, for show. Um, that was a funny, not funny video. It was an interesting video. Um, Nick Cannon um, was expressing um, how black men view dating and marrying white women as a sign of success. Um, and when I watched the video, because um, my friend actually sent it to me, that's a conversation that we often have about why black men are choosing to um, date outside of their race, or at least that's what it's beginning to look like and feel like um, that they are picking white women over black women Um, and that it's like a sign of like status or success Uh, I watched it 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 was upsetting to me and I think he was kind of speaking from more of like a comedic standpoint 
of it. But I just think that some of the things that he was saying came across as ignorant. Like, mm-hmm. he was just like, you know, my daddy couldn't have you. My granddaddy couldn't have you. So if I'm in the NBA, I want them all. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Towards the end of the interview, he was a little bit more profound in what he was saying about how we should be able to love who we want to love. And... um he partially was saying like he doesn't believe marriage is for him, but he believes that he can give love and make people better regardless of if it's a white woman or a black woman or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Um, the guy, I don't know who was in the interview with him, but he was just like, why wouldn't you want to give your love to the one person who has supported you and made sure you was good through all of this? Mm-hmm. Like white women were placed on black men back in slavery times as like a um like a rape thing and and different things that he was speaking of and it was like black women have been there to support us through all of this why wouldn't you want to give your love to the person who needs it the most mm-hmm. um i mean i think we're free to love who we want to love mm-hmm. but as i grow and i get older i i do think about the black family structure Mm-hmm. And I don't see anything wrong with somebody being pro-black in that sense where I want to carry on my bloodline. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, I want my child to marry a black person. It's a preference. Like how we said, things are preference. I, If you choose someone else or you fall in love with someone else, that's perfectly fine. But the point that was made, you know, Jewish people stay in the Jewish community. Why? Because it expands their wealth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Th- certain things like that. So I, I think I'm on both sides of it. You're free to love who you want to love regardless, but I'm in support of the black family structure, and I think that that's one thing that society is trying to break apart is the black family structure. So, I don't think I would be upset if my kids um, chose to love someone that wasn't black, but the more that I think about it, I would prefer them to date a black woman because it's just like when you see – the stories and the movies and all of that stuff, it's always a white woman trying to send a black man to jail, like trying to take him down. I don't want that for my kids. And I think I can't tell them who to love, but I want them to be aware of these situations so that they know and they can make their own decision from there. Yeah, that's deep. You being a mother of two boys, like you got to, you want to give them the freedom to choose, but you also want to be like, show them like grandmother, you know what I'm saying? Your sisters, whatever. Like, these mm-hmm. are strong black women that's in your family. Like, mm-hmm. you should want the same, you know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a, it's a slippery slope. And it's not to say that white women aren't strong or white men aren't strong, but at the same time, I think a big part of love is somebody that can relate to me. And I want people to understand, like, being pro-black doesn't mean anti-white. Right. You know, a lot of people think that, like, oh, black people, of course, they want people to live to date within the black community and marry within the black community. That don't mean we anti-white. We just know what we've been through. Right. So, I, it's a slippery slope. Do y'all, y'all, do y'all think Nick Cannon is corny? Um, As a person? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. He's smart, but he's corny. Yeah. He know what to say to get people talking. Mm-hmm. But. It works for him, I guess. So if the if the messenger was somebody different, do you think it would have been received more? I think it's all about how you say it. For me, probably not. I probably still would have been I think if different. someone else said it, it would have been more backlash. Because everyone's like, oh, Nick, Nick Cannon's corny. 
He's going to say corny shit. He's going to, yeah. you know, like, I feel like if it was someone else, then it would be more back. I was like, whoa, this is how people really feel. And he was like, oh, that's Nick Cannon. I think you're right. Because <laughs> he it's like he's a comedian, he's kind of corny. It's to be expected. I mean, I don't have a problem with people dating outside their race. Like, what someone eats doesn't make me shit. I think the issue that I have is that, um, or that I would have, is that if my child, girl or boy, just specifically wanted to only date outside their race, and then they would down people in the black community. It's like, well, why? You know, like, what's up with that? Like, but if the love of your life, if your soulmate is not black, who am I to tell you, you need to date a black person. You need to find a black woman or a black man to fall in love with. If your soulmate is from India, like, why? Who am I to say that? Now, if you purposely go out your way and be like, I don't even want, I'm not even looking at someone that looks like me. Then I'm like, damn, you know? Yeah. I, I think I have an issue with that or when men will like make jokes and say, you know, I want to have a baby by someone who's white so my child can have pretty hair or pretty eyes. That shit makes me a little queasy. But, I mean, mm-hmm. if you fall in love and it's genuine, do you. I mean, at the end of the day, you got to live that life, not me. I mean, I got white people in my family, so I can't really be like, I don't like white people. So <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> would y'all would y'all date would y'all date uh white men? Mm-hmm. That's my soulmate. I'm dating purple, blue, yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my preference. But if I just happen to meet a white guy that I fall in love with, then so be it. Yeah. I'm open to it. Like What about like a Puerto Rican or do y'all consider like like Puerto Rican? Afro Latino. Uh yeah, yeah, like do y'all consider that like I'm not really stepping outside because... It would be, depend, because I feel like if you Fat Joe or, like, rest in peace or Big Pun... Um, well, sorry. Fat Joe, rest in peace, Big Pun. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me let yeah, let me, me let me get my commas right. I feel like they feel, like, kind of black to they, me. Yeah, they seem black. Yeah. You know, so I think it's about your cultural influences and things like that, you know. So, do I don't know. Do y'all, being 30 years old, <laughs> um, do y'all deal with racism in, in y'all within y'all age group or like do like black dudes y'all y'all age date white women and white women date black men and mm-hmm. everything is cool like that like mm, like I I'm had I'm asking for like the 25 to 30 crowd yeah I've had things like maybe not necessarily racism like I well I've had black men not to me but say like we've been all out like I usually don't even Talk to black women. They'll be in a drunken stupor and they'll say something like that. And it's like, what the fuck? You know, like, I'll experience, like, some things like that. I do experience a lot of colorism more so. Like, I usually don't date dark-skinned girls or a guy will hop in your DMs and be like, well, what are you mixed with? First of all, I'm black as fuck, but black and blacker. Like, you'll get little shit like that. Like, guys want you to be something exotic. They want you to, like, they don't want you to be all black. So, like, I think I'll experience something like that. But as far as, like, um, just straight up, blatant racism um, from black or from the white community like white men I don't really I haven't I don't really experience that not when it comes to dating at least you know mm-hmm. so same as Lynn I think I I noticed like when I go places like shopping like a white sales receptionist won't speak to me but she'll speak to the white woman oh, yeah. behind me mm-hmm. things like that or like I was just talking about this with somebody or like when I'm at work um, and it could just be me. I might be triggered, but like I'll get on the elevator 
with white women mm-hmm. and they don't interact until I'm getting off of the elevator. Mm-hmm. Or they won't hold the elevator for me. They mm-hmm. see me coming, things like that. So it's like little. That would piss me off. <laughs> and every and when it happens, I think in my head like this bitch right. But I just I let it go. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Of course. So it'd be like little small stuff like that where you kind of just got to question if somebody just rude, mm-hmm. right? Or if they racist, right? Or if they're like intimidated because they could be right. intimidated. They don't know how they're gonna be received. They're gonna be received right. well. Maybe they did last week say a black girl's and like hey. How doing and they got look like bitch what the fuck you know i mean recently we was in california me and my friends and there was we were buying liquor at the store at cvs and like this guy just kept on like he was purposely following us like it got to the point where this is just like blatantly obvious so it's like now you expected me to steal but now i'm gonna turn up on your ass and I feel like, damn, here we are being the stereotypical black woman, but I'm not going to let you go. Like, motherfucker, you following us? Like, we talking all cash shit because, like, bro, we not going to steal no fucking liquor? Like, right. <laughs> like it's impossible. They got the sensors on them. Like, what do you take us for? Like, yeah. I shit like that. that. Like, but you now have to turn up. Now right. I have to be the stereotypical black person. I Just like if I'm getting shitty service point. and I'm like, there's been times I've gotten shitty service at, like, a restaurant and it's like, I'm a tip, but I'm gonna put this message on. The only reason why I'm tipping is because you thought you probably didn't think I was gonna tip because I'm black. Mm-hmm. Not you did a piss poor job. Like I've literally written that on tips, but now I feel like I gotta tip you to show you because I don't know if you're doing a piss poor job because you thought I wasn't gonna tip or you just doing you're a piss poor job or you just having yeah. a shitty day. I, I find myself doing that same thing. Like in those situations I gave, I make it a point to smile at people. I make it a point to say, hey, I hope you have a good day. Right. Because I don't want y'all thinking we all the same. Like, And that's sad. Like, that why do I have to do, to do this? Because yeah. sometimes I have a bad fucking day. And right. sometimes on my look on my face looks like, don't fuck with her. Because yeah. I have bad days too. Like, But it's like as a black woman, you don't get that excuse. Yeah. But we are angry. To be honest. <sighs> like that meme, that meme you showed me. We did a whole show oh, about angry yeah. black women. Uh, I didn't be we are angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Subconsciously. Mm-hmm. I could say like as a collective, yeah, we probably are. But I mean, shit, who wouldn't be? We got right to if be. y'all were if y'all were black women too, y'all probably be angry as fuck too. Like, yeah. why wouldn't black women be angry? Do y'all ever get the feeling that some white people are scared of black people? Yeah, all the time. All the time. I think they're intimidated. Like, I think they're intimidated. I think they're scared. I don't think they... I think they know that, like, we could really fuck some shit up. Like, I feel like they know that they have maybe the power, like, in the the grand scheme of things. But when it comes down to, like, if we knucking and bucking or, you know, some shit (laughs) pop off, they're going to take that L. So I think they are afraid. You know? Yeah. I agree. I definitely are. Uh, I definitely do believe that. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So speaking of black women, um, how do you feel like black women are viewed in the church? Um, Trav, you threw this out. So, yeah. Explain. Um, I was just thinking, like, um, I I didn't grow up in a church. I actually went to church today because I had to go check my daughter, but that's a different story. Um, (laughs) Why did you go to church to check your daughter? (laughs) (laughs) Of all places. (laughs) I had to check her yesterday and today. Hey, you had a pop up on her at church? I popped up on her at church. At the safe haven? <laughs> I, I was waiting in the, in the, in the queue, like. Hey. I mean, she looked like. What she, the... she walked in and rolled her eyes so crazy. Like This oh, is your older daughter? Yeah, my okay. older daughter. Like, oh, yeah, I'm here. Hey. Hugs to the mom and the stepdad. High five to the kids. Like, oh, yeah, we going. Oh, gosh. You going to sit right next to me this whole time. Hey. Yeah. 
But um, I was just thinking, like, um, with with black women in the church, you know, back in the day, you know, they were considered the foundation of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Brandy, I know you go to church there. I know you go to church. Lynn, I, I think you go to church. I don't know. You be on the road too much. I'll be there sometimes. Like, <laughs> is, it, is it the same? Um, is it the same nowadays? Like, are black women viewed as the pillar in church? Like, because I'm thinking, like, Back when I was young, like they were older, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They was in their 50s and 60s mm-hmm. and they were the community. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, like, you know, they're probably like 30, 40, like 40. Mm-hmm. Like, is it that same power in the church, you feel, or people just go to church just to Instagram? Mm. Um, hmm. No, I, I think it's still somewhat of the same. Now, I go to a relatively younger church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that women are more of the pillar in the church community just because women are more prone to go to church than men, mm-hmm. single women, mm-hmm. um, or women that's married. You, I, That's one thing with my church. Like, we're making it a point to try to get more guys to come to church just to learn about God and um, trying to live better lives, so to speak. Um, I think women are more... Um, willing to be submissive in that sense. I think that's why a lot of guys don't come to churches because you're kind of submitting yourself to a pastor who submits himself to God. Women want men to lead. Um, so I think that's why you see more women in church. So I think it's just a side effect because more women attend. We are more of the staple mm-hmm. in the church. Mm-hmm. Do, you so. think, um, do you think black men are scared to go to church like between 30 and 40 years old? Or do you think like because maybe, you know, whatever, turning up all week, like, they feel like they can't go to church on Sunday? I think not even just black men. I think a lot of people have the mentality that um, you don't have to go to church in order to hear from God or mm-hmm. to be a believer in God, which is a, a valid point. I personally go to church because there's some things that I don't understand mm-hmm. about uh, the Bible, about where God is leading me. And when I listen to my preacher, I feel I feel like I get clarity in that sense. Like I have somebody who's better versed um, in God. So it makes it easier to break down certain things. I think that, again, men aren't going to be very willing to submit to another man. And that's what the love of God is all about, is submitting to what Christ wants for us. So to have a man in the pulpit telling you how you should lead your life, I think that's kind of a a power struggle for a man to be like, okay, I'm going to take what this person tells me and I'm going to try to live by it. Um, that's interesting. And I also think that men just aren't, some men aren't really walking the path of trying to get their life right until they find the right woman. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of bring men into that. Um, or they want to or they don't just don't know how to. Or it's the tug of war of, like, you have different influences around you that's pulling you from trying to get yourself together, if that makes sense. No, nah, that makes sense. So um, that's just my take on it. Um, I feel like, first and foremost, black women are the pillar of everything. The black community, <laughs> period. <laughs> Period. Um, So, of course, we are the pillar in the black community. I mean, in our churches as as well. I think 
Um, Trav, you mentioned like a good point, like are black men or, you know, afraid to go to church? I think that a lot of times, um, I think black men are skeptical, probably more so than black women. I feel like black men are sometimes skeptical of the church. So many times you'll hear like, um, men will be like, it's a scam. <laughs> you know, they'll be like, you know, or you'll hear comments like, the pastor is the biggest hustle of the game. Like, you'll hear, you know, things like of that nature from typically African-American men. So I think black men are skeptical of going to church. I feel like like what Brandy was saying, like, they just don't want to have that sort of vulnerability when you go to church, you know? Like... They're not going to want to go up and for prayer. They're not going to, they're going to be the last to be like, you know, stand up if you need it. They're going to be like, you know, yeah. like, bro, you just told me you were going through XYZ. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm straight, you like, know. They do duck, duck the whole parents, like, oh, they yeah. duck it. They duck it. They don't care if they had the worst week ever. They yeah. could be complaining like, well, I'm good. So I feel like it's like that whole sense of like being vulnerable. Like even with Brandy and mentioned, like, I, they don't need church. Like, my mother would go to church every Sunday, and my dad would be like, I don't need church to praise, you know, that doesn't affect my relationship with God. Like, I still have a relationship with God. I just don't go to church. And they're like, well, why don't you just go to church? Then you got a relationship with God and come to church. Like, you know, but it's almost feel like they feel like they don't need church to maintain their relationship with God. So I think it's very interesting, though, um, yeah. the fact that black men— a lot of black men, or there's more black women that attend church than black men. Yeah, I, I can definitely attest to that. Like I said, like my my daughter's family, they go there, so and they always invite me. And mm-hmm. like from my point of view, yeah, I would go sometimes because I just want to see my daughter perform, or mm-hmm. just, I just want to be around my daughter. So, but yeah, when they start calling people to the front and like, is this your first time? Like I pro- like I'd be like. I look dead at him like, y'all better not. Right. Like, nope. <laughs> yeah. It, it's almost like, from my point of view, it's almost embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I don't know these people. Mm-hmm. I don't want them. In my mind, you know, we already think black people judging everything we do anyway. Right, right. Anyway, so it's like, I don't want to go up there and I don't pray You don't want to be vulnerable. Yeah. Like, that's that's a, a great point. So, but we got to get over that in the black community. Black men, you know, we definitely got to get over that. Mm-hmm. And feeling like we can't go to church or support our black women in that aspect. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that was that was that was on my mind. <laughs> Amen. I, Amen. I do have a question though. Would you feel less embarrassed or less vulnerable if it was a collective like if it wasn't just you by yourself if it's like a a brotherhood so to speak. Like how Des and Reese, those are your brothers, so you would be more comfortable with some things around your brother. So, like, if you found a church that you connected to and men were, you know, like, yeah. we... Well, first of all, with Des and Reese, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to what we talking about. <laughs> Shout out to my brothers. Um, Shout out to my guy, my Wake Up. Like, he's in, he's into the church um, real heavy. And um, I've been to his church a couple times. And you're right, like, it's easier with a brotherhood in that aspect because you feel like you're not alone. You know what I'm saying? But it's still that thought in the back of your mind. like Something. Mm-hmm. It's just like when we can say stuff to people in person, like you might hold back a little bit, but when we on that computer or, you know what I'm saying, we on mm-hmm. online, like you can get that off because like, you know what I'm saying, you don't got to be in front of a crowd of people. Right. Or wondering what somebody's going to say after the fact. I get right. it. I get it. 
I said what I said. Right. So I do have a quick question, though. Do you think if the pastor or the preacher was a woman, do you feel like you would be able to, like, when it would be, like, maybe prayer call or altar call, do you feel like you would be more susceptible to go up if it was a woman praying? No. I didn't know if it was like this whole macho male male thing. Vulnerability, like you said, just like men won't go to therapy because they don't want to go to a place where they have to open up and talk about their issues. Right, I can see that. I just didn't know because I feel like sometimes men will be more vulnerable to women, like than they will be to another man. Okay, okay. I was say y'all be some (laughs) y'all laid on the line. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay, but it's like the public. It's still the public. It's the public thing. Okay. Okay. That that definitely makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Um, So there was another video that has been floating around um, in regards to B. Smith, um, who, as Brandy affectionately called her, the black Martha Stewart. Um, So people have been um, attacking um, B. Smith's husband because he has a living girlfriend. Um, Yes, a living girlfriend um, while... Um, B. Smith is battling Alzheimer's. That's right. I'm a little confused yeah. on the live-in part because on the video I sent you... She was talking about like she just She was there. like, when I come over, when I come there... She, she so might I, got like some stuff there. Yeah. Like, she be at the crib. She be at the she crib. Yeah. 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 yeah, so she she be at the crib. Mm-hmm. Maybe she she may have another address, but I'm sure there's some nights where she doesn't make it home. And yeah. She, you know, they may... I, I don't know. Yeah. What's your thoughts? What do you feel like... When I first heard it, I was kind of like, what the hell is this? Like, what type of shit is this? Mm-hmm. And it kind of made me feel away because I felt like that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But after Brandy showed me the video, I was like, I was a little more understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, But it also made me feel like, because the girlfriend's white, I'm like, <laughs> ain't, no black, ain't no black woman doing this. But I mean, you don't know. Like, I, I will say that I appreciate that he is still willing to fulfill his duty as her husband because mm-hmm. he could have been like, you know, like this and sent her off to somebody else. And that he could have. That he definitely could have. So I appreciate that. After after seeing the video, I mean, he's still got to go on with his life and he can't just not find love. So I don't know. But it, it's just kind of weird to me, though. Like, imagine you just sleeping in the room with your can't man. Can't imagine it. <laughs> Can't imagine it. <laughs> and his wife is next door. Like, I just, I don't know if it will be for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, if she is completely and a thousand percent okay with it, that is extremely selfless of her. Like, because a lot of people, like, I don't even know how that initial conversation even took place. Right. That's extremely selfless of, selfless of her because maybe she's thinking, like, there's certain things that she cannot fulfill. Because as I was watching the video, she she is hard to get around, you know, like, it, it she does need a lot of assistance. So I'm assuming that there's not a lot of intimacy um, taking place right now. And still people do need their needs met. Like, it's a certain level of intimacy that people do need, period, or yearn for. So, I mean, if she's okay with it, the daughter, I was curious to how the daughter would feel. They do have a teenage, not teenage, adult daughter. I feel like she's an adult mm-hmm. um, daughter. And she was like, you know, at first I was skeptical about it, but, like, after I seen it, like, the living girlfriend be in the trenches. She be helping, too. Like, yeah. she not skating by. Like, it's low-key her wife, too, because she got to help, you know, make sure she's fed, make sure, you know, she's being bathed properly. So she's in the trenches with them. But, I mean... I really want to <sighs> hear someone's opinion who's not for it because 
there was a lot of people saying like she deserved better than that. I just want to know why. Like I want. What, what is yeah? I think we got to be realistic. I so think. What is better? I guess no. Uh, your husband, I have a girlfriend. I think people are maybe waiting for expecting him to wait until she actually passes. But then, but then, if she passed on, you know, one day and he got a girlfriend the next day, they're gonna be like, "That's crazy." He didn't even mourn her death. It's like you're always gonna get some backlash, you know. Even a year later, they're gonna be like, "Oh my goodness, he was probably with that chick the whole entire time." But it's like I don't know. I gotta be realist. Like I have to be realistic. Like. If my husband, I'm trying to think of it like on the other shoe. Like I had a husband now, right? And he has Alzheimer's and he's not able to give me any sort of intimacy. And I just so happen to fall in love with another guy. And I'm like, damn, I don't want to leave you high and dry because that's fucked up. So can I move my man in? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think if it was me, I don't think I would like just shut off any uh, any idea of me moving on, but I don't know if I would have that man in the home with me and my husband. So, but then, but then that's the thing because I'm probably going to want to spend more time with my new man. So it's like, so I feel like in his mind, he's like, I'm killing two birds once though. <laughs> you know? Because now, before you know it, you you sleeping at your new man's crib, and you're like, oh, I got to get back home to go take care of my husband. Uh, he needs his catheter. You know, like, uh, he needs this. Like, and you know? It's possible that they might not even be intimate in that sense. Like, Which one? The, the the husband and the girlfriend, because when you... They may not, because when you think about it... <laughs> you when you think, think so? about it, like... I think people were kind of, like, taking the story and putting their own stuff on it, too. Because she was, you know, she said, like, when I come there or whatever the case may be. And then you got to think about it, like, when somebody has Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. like, they've, it's like a grown child. Like, she doesn't right. have no. Right, right, it is. Know, nothing. Mm -hmm. So it's like he may have the girlfriend around just for companionship, somebody to do something with that's. So you thinking Present. they not they I not? I mean, I'm saying it's a possibility. It's a possibility. I don't Listen, know. Y'all gotta stop thinking that every time a man and a woman are around each other that they fucking like. But they said girlfriend. They didn't say special friend. Just, that don't mean nothing. You know what I mean? That don't mean they having sex. But I mean, I don't know. I think people putting. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. People like to take what people like to take what makes sense in their mind mm -hmm. and throw it onto onto something. So mm -hmm. if they're not having sex, it's cool. I mean, if they are having sex or they're not having sex, I'm just saying we don't know. Yeah, you don't. But like, if you look at the video and you listen to the girlfriend talk, she look like just a caretaker kind of. Yeah, she's more so like a caretaker, <laughs> and she has she has a heart for the wife. Like, yeah, she's she like, does. You know, I genuinely no. That's what I was saying. Like yeah. that's low key the, their wife. Like as a collective. Like. So I don't know. I just feel like people always talk about what they should or should not do, but and what they would and wouldn't do. In the meanwhile, you don't know what the fuck you would do if you was in this situation. You don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm probably like, is she cool? At first it was a lot because <laughs> it was like, first of all, I would want you to act in a fashion of if I was in my right mind. I don't want you to cheat on me in my right mind. So initially that's how I thought, like, yeah, but I ain't on. with the shit. But at what point, what are you supposed to do? Like, Right. What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Like, people have their needs. People have their own needs, period. That does not stop when you are when you have a spouse that's not able to give you those needs or meet those needs. Like, that, you just don't stop. Like, well, now I don't have this need for intimacy and anymore because my spouse. And that's what he was saying. He was like, like, because she, you know, am I supposed to die too because she's dying? You know what right. I mean? So, death do we part. And I'm still here with you. Right. So, I, 
I don't know. And who knows what the relationship was prior before she got Alzheimer's. Maybe they didn't have the, you know, the ideal, this is my soulmate, you know, live for you, die for you, Romeo, Juliet type of love. Like, and a lot of people don't have that. But I mean, I, I can commend him for not leaving. And if she's happy and everyone else is happy with it, then who are we to put our two sits in? You know, what works for you works for you. Yeah. I, you know? Like I said, I, like Dariel said, I don't know if it would be something for me, but I'm not mad at you. I mean, because if he would have put her in a home, y'all would have been talking shit about him then, too. So. Yeah. And this a whole nother, you got to think this is a whole nother, like, home, this a whole nother tax bracket, too. Like, they living good. So, yeah. you know, I feel like people with money live a little bit differently little than, different. <laughs> right. than us regular folk. You well, know? Put her ass in a home. You got money. Let them professionals take care of her. No. no. They ain't all about the right things. Mm-mm, they not. I can commend them for that. I, I would, like, if I had to pick, like, would my husband, do I want my husband to move in his girlfriend or put me in a home? Move the bitch in. I really can I watch from time to time? <laughs> <laughs> move the hoe in. You gonna forget the next day. Hey, right. I'm like, let me watch. What the fuck is it to y'all? I would prefer to be black, but that's just me. <laughs> when I seen the video, I'm like, oh, shit. I, I, I think that's what people are mad about. I'm like, all right, so white. you've been wanting this, white, you've been wanting this your whole life. <laughs> On his Nick Cannon. <laughs> my granddaddy. Yeah. Or my daddy. Right. This is something you've been wanting this whole life. Like, at least let her look like me. You know what I'm saying? Make me feel like you get my little stunt double. But no, you got a whole new... Nah, bro. You've been wanting this type of shit. So, all right. So, we did kind of talk about this earlier, which is kind of a crazy comeback around, too. Uh, we were talking about how we need to support the LGBTQ community. We need to, like, you need to, we need to, like, stand with our brothers and our sisters who identify as something other than heterosexual. But, ladies, are we dating bisexual men? I'm not, period. Say Sorry. openly. Hmm? Put it out there. He's openly bisexual. He's and openly. So it ain't no secret. Right. It's no secret. I don't care, if, he, I don't care so if it's secret or open. I ain't going. It came from Brandy. So listen. I was I'm listening sorry. to the read, right? One of the, the emails that came from a listener, the guy said that he is, um, he struggled with his sexuality mm-hmm. up until all through graduate, all of that, graduate school and all of that. He never was intimate with a woman. He was never intimate with a man. Mm-hmm. Finally, he accepted it and he said, I started being a responsible hoe. <laughs> I've been living in my bisexual truth. Okay. And he said Absolutely. that we assume by responsible, he means using protection. So he said he's he's open to women and he's open to men about his bisexuality he said whereas most men thinks it's, it's kind of sexy yeah women are turned off by it they mm-hmm. say it's not for them they're mm-hmm. not comfortable with it Absolutely. and mm-hmm. a lot of people look at it like you're just gay mm-hmm. so I had Darielle listen to it because we did talk about this on the show because it's not a preference for us we would not want to date bisexual men because we think you might as well just be gay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you take dick from time to time you're gay so the point that was made on the podcast was we put this stigma around men being bisexual and we say that we're against it, but then at the same time, we fuck with niggas who out here raw and everything. Yes. Because yes, we, we think are. that they'll give us HIV. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to mess with bisexual men because we think we're going to get AIDS, but we out here letting niggas raws. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so it was a crazy, it's still not a preference <laughs> for me. 
See, the reason why I don't want to date a bisexual man is not because I feel like I'm going to get AIDS. Like, yeah. I'm not yeah. that, like, ridiculous with it. I just always said this, and this is may not be the most politically correct thing to say, but I feel like dick is king ruler. So if you have somebody that has two preferences of vagina and penis, nine times out of ten, the scale is going to tip to penis. How many bisexual women do we know or lesbian women do we know that have a four-year-old child? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How many do we know? How many men do we know that maybe um, say that they like, you know, both vagina and penis, they marry a vagina, and they then have lifelong affairs with penis? Mm-hmm. To me, penis is the king ruler. So if you have two options of penis and vagina, the scale to me always tips to penis penis yeah. that's what ashley was saying like i mean if i don't want you <laughs> if i don't do the butt play like and then you just go that's why i draw the line because if i'm with <laughs> if i decide to be with a bisexual man then he start asking me to put things up his butt what if he no. wants to put it in yours no 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 i'm sorry that just does not sit well with me mm-hmm. yeah i appreciate that you're you're honest and you're mm-hmm. you know being who you want to be mm-hmm. but that's not for me right yeah. It did change my way of thinking that you should just be gay because obviously if you're attracted to me, you're attracted to me. Yeah, in that moment, you're yeah. not attracted to anybody else. You're attracted to me. Yeah. Um. Another point that they made was that stigma that surrounds bisexual men is probably why a lot of men are moving on the down low. Absolutely, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. I think not even just from women, but from men in general. Like, yeah. just not even from a dating standpoint, just in the community. They would rather just move on the low. I feel like you can, like, both. You can have an attraction, sexual attraction to both people. Like, I'm not going to put you in this box and say, you're gay. You can be bisexual all the fuck you want. You can get shirts and say it. You can wear a hat. You can have a banner wrapped around your house. Just for me personally, in my household, that is not something that I'm interested in partaking in. Yeah. But my question was, why do we look down on men for liking men, but then everybody thinks it's cute when a woman likes a woman? Because that's one of the the, uh, double standards that women, if you are into that shit, can enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like, that's how I, like, because it's like, once again, because I feel like dick penis is king ruler. So a guy feel like, go ahead. You can mess with a girl. Bring girls home. Shoot. Yeah, I don't care if you cheat on me. Eating ain't cheating. You can go da 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 because I feel like penis is king ruler. Go ahead and use your uh, spray. <laughs> get it ready. Ready to get right. <laughs> because they feel like you know you go you still gonna come you still gonna come back to me. Like, and it's freaky. It's it's provocative. You know? And typically, when it's a woman, when it's two women, they, they're thinking of two women. They're thinking of, like, a Bernice Burgos and a Miracle Watts going at it. They're not thinking of a young <laughs> M.A. <laughs> and a Bernice, you know, getting blammed with the strap on. They're not thinking like that. You know, they're thinking of it being, like, my girl got a girlfriend and she looked yeah. like her. <laughs> you know? Not my girl got a girlfriend. I may got to fight this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I think it's, like, a different. I think yeah. it's just different. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, feel bad. after listening to it, and they were saying like the whole you letting niggas raw you. I'm like, damn. Like, not saying that that's what I'm doing, but I feel like people. It's crazy that people feel more safe mm-hmm. having sex with a man who's not gay mm-hmm. 
Like he's lying about what he's yeah, doing versus he, somebody being completely open. Exactly. And being yeah. honest about I it. I think that's two different conversations though. Yeah. Like having sex with somebody um that's just raw and just rolling, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you wanna have a, a conversation about like STDs and HIV, then that's that's a whole different conversation. I don't think people are like like you said, like I don't think people are thinking like if I'm you're messing with a bisexual mm-hmm. man, like you're gonna catch AIDS. Like people do I, think I, that though. But I think it's more so as like you messing with a bisexual man and it comes out, you're gonna be embarrassed as fuck. Like and everybody's gonna know, like, oh, you's the girl that messed with the bisexual. Right. <laughs> that I, too, it I is think a that's stigma. More a stigma <laughs> yeah, more than yeah. you're worried about because people and, and aren't bad, really right? thinking about like. Let's be real. I don't think I don't know. I don't think people really thinking about catching something. Yeah, they're not. They're the, not. And, uh, yes, they are. No, they they are. Like it's a very important thing. But, but it ain't the the, top. the, the embarrassment <laughs> always. All right, it's number two. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, like. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be embarrassed, and I might get this. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck, devil with me. <laughs> when y'all said that, like I was thinking about the um, the Dream Doll diss to Tory Lanez. Mm, have, have y'all heard that? Yeah, mm-hmm. where she was like, he was the only nigga that asked for uh, a threesome with another nigga. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I heard the Tory Lanez diss. <laughs> Girl, listen, Tory Lanez. Why would he have that Z on the end like that? Oh, I thought I, she said... I thought it was Spanish. No, Lainey. she said you was the only nigga that asked for a threesome with another nigga. That's what she said? Oh, yeah. no, yes. she said she was. he was the only one that she had a threesome with, but she was thinking about another nigga. No. Oh, damn. He was the only one that asked for a threesome with another nigga. Well, See? That's know. what I'm seeing? It's just a lot. Unfortunately, that's one of the double standards that men do not, you know, they don't win on. Women do. So, I mean... I feel like whatever you are, just be open. Uh, women are allowed to have a preference. We shouldn't be forced to be made to just, you know, if you're going to support the community, you need to be opening and willingly dating men who identify as being bisexual or you need to openly date men who, you know, are transgender and were once born, you know, they were born female. Like, no, we shouldn't put those stipulations. You're still allowed to have your preferences. Yeah, yeah you can be a... But I think, um, you know, if you partake in that like you should be honest with whoever you're dealing with mm-hmm. like you should let them make that choice you shouldn't be down low or you so here's be, my thing because that's i think that's i'm gonna play devil's advocate though okay so because women we be like don't ask us how many people we've been with it ain't none of your business blah 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 so if a man right now has had a past a bisexual past right and but right now he's with the bitches he want to fuck girls does he have to say Hey, you know, back in the day, I used to, you know, I need to know. That was an episode with Insecure. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was. And he Mommy said in college. Was dating a guy, and he had sex with a guy one time. In college. In college, like a drunk night, and she just couldn't get over it. She, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was I'm like perfect. For, I'm not all for the run down your past, but something like that, I need to know. Why? Mm. Just in case you decide to dibble and dabble in the future, I need to know why. But that's like saying, but what if, what if, but that's like if a girl had a crazy past, like she was getting it in, blah, blah, blah. Like that's like saying, okay, I need to know your whole facts because you may dibble back to that life. I'm not asking for the whole facts. I'm just asking if you dibble and dabble with the same sex. So is that different from somebody? I never. I don't think to ask that. I've never asked a man, "Have you dibbled and dabbled with the same sex?" So I mean, is I'm it different either. from somebody not dibbling and dabbling prior to meeting you, and then somewhere down the line they have sex with a man? 
I mean, my answer is no, regardless. <laughs> I'm just wondering what y'all thought. <laughs> I'm just saying no. If you, if you've gotten received head, if you play with a penis, you anything, anything with a penis, it's a no. I don't a care if no. you were 16 years old. That's it's for me. No for and me. I'm allowed to have that preference. Yeah. Some niggas like chicks with fat asses. I like my man to be 100% heterosexual. <laughs> we got our preference. That's it. But if you don't know, you don't know. You know. But if I find out... Exactly. That's why I'm saying I want to know because if it come out... Bruh, <sighs> then that's crazy. So what if you really what if you really like this person? I think that would really came out. Or if my you, view no, not if, not if it came out. What if you what if you really like this person or you really love this person and then they come out and tell you then what? No. I'm out. Like I'm I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And that's all I'm gonna say about this I'm, topic. I'm right? trying I'm <laughs> trying to think of someone that I really cared about and if they told me some stuff like that, what would I say? I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what you about to do? Wow. <laughs> what you about to do? I'm about to... Uh... Wow. <laughs> nah. Okay. I mean, that was interesting. Mm. But, you know, you're allowed to have your preference, ladies. Yeah, don't don't be bullied. Me, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, don't be bullied into, you know... Yeah. If you if it's not for you, I'd rather you leave it to the people that it is for. Yeah. In the end, you know, so... Well. That's all. I think that ends our, our show, our first show of 2019 in February. Yes, thank you. It's been a long time coming. So. All right, guys. Check us out. Take Control Podcast on t- Instagram. Instagram. Facebook, Take Control Pod on Twitter. Um, light our inbox up on Gmail, Take Control Podcast. And uh, tell us something good. Listen on Spotify. Yes. We are. On Spotify. We are. Yes. yes. Like, rate, and review. And listen to what we're talking about. Yes. Plus. Yes. <laughs> what we be talking about. <laughs> that's what y'all should have named, what we be talking about. That's, that's, that's hilarious. Linda said so many things wrong today, not to get Girl, I said before we, t- I said, y'all, y'all know, I ain't the most cultured. <laughs> All right, y'all. See y'all next week.